day. Nah, I've been smoking. You've been smoking. We've been smoking all day. I be smoking. You've been smoking. We've been smoking all day. You be smoking. She be smoking. He be smoking all, all right. day. Blowing kush. It ain't face from overseas to the USA. I got that band. Three, two, one. <coughs> Holy shit. Whoa. <coughs> That's whew. It's kind of harsh, but it's good. What's up everybody? It's it's Tony. Tony Tone. Welcome to Snurbage the podcast. Oh, I got to turn my levels down here just a little bit. A little bit. Hello. 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 Check. Check. Yeah, okay, so Snurbage, the podcast, I'm Tony Tone. Today, I saw this and I had to get it. I'm smoking some weed called Lieutenant Dan's Legs. <laughs> I don't know if it's supposed to make me feel like I've lost my legs. I don't know if it's supposed to make me feel like I'm the legs that Lieutenant Dan lost. I don't know. I don't know, Lieutenant Dad. But you ain't got no legs, Lieutenant Dad. Yes, I know that. Tastes like Vietnam. Woof. <coughs> Tastes like the Nam. Cheers, everybody. Let's smoke a bowl together. I got Lieutenant Dan's legs here that I'm smoking. <laughs> so, it's Tony Tone. Thanks for joining me for episode three of Snurbage, the podcast. I had a couple things I wanted to talk to you guys about today. Um, and one of those things is fucking video games, man. You know, I keep seeing all these ads and everything for the newest games and the newest this and the newest that. And, you know, I, sometimes I think like the only thing, the only way to go from here with video games is like interactive fuckable video games. You know, like that's that's the next like huge money maker. But it's like, you know, PlayStation and Xbox and all this shit, they're all trying to impress me. Impress me with this, that, and the other thing. And it's like, there's a couple of different things that you guys could do out there that would make me actually want to play video games. You know, or make me, I guess, not only that, I like playing video games. I just, um, it's just not a part, a huge part of my world because my world is ever-expanding. But, um... One of the things that you guys could do in order to impress some people, you know, that market out there, that demographic that's not playing video games, the first thing you could do is, and I don't, who knows, maybe they have this technology. I'm not sure, but I think it'd be cool. Is like, you know, you go on to Grand Theft Auto or Red Dead Revolver or, or Redemption, whatever the fuck, Call of Duty, all these games. And a lot of times you can customize your character, which I like 
But what I think would be really cool, and with technology, they, they should be able to do this kind of shit. You know, they should have a camera on the remote or on the system itself that takes your picture, full body or just head, whatever, and makes you that character. Like, puts a character on the screen that looks like a video game copy of you. That would be fucking cool. No matter what I was doing, I would love to run around and, you know, fuck around looking like me. Like, there you go. There's one thing. But the main thing, guys, all you video game people out there that are making video games and making these systems that are supposed to blow our fucking minds and everything like that. Let me tell you something after I take a hit of Lieutenant Dan's legs. Backwards compatibility. I don't know how many fucking games from the PlayStation 2, the PlayStation 1 that I would like to play again. You know, like, and I named a bunch of them uh, on my first, on the, on the first episode of the podcast. And it just, it would just be really nice. You know, like you go to pawn shops and you see all these, you know, old PS2 games and PS3 games. I have a stack. I have like a fucking hundred PS3 games. I can't play any of them anymore unless I buy a PS3 that's refurbished or something because my PS3 took a dump. But you really want to impress me, PlayStation? You really want to impress me, Xbox? Make your next system. It doesn't have to be better graphics or, you know, or anything like that or 3D or anything like that. Make a system that can play everything. How fucking hard is that? Make a system that'll make people want to dive back in to those old games and shit like that. And then you might even be able to fucking come up with like, you know, wow, this game is really blowing up, you know, on the PlayStation store and shit like that. And <coughs> it's either you make them backwards compatible with discs or you re-release every fucking game on the PlayStation store from PlayStation one through five, everything. So it's all available. And to the extent that it was available on the disc, you know, like you get some of these games and it's, and when you bought it on the disc, you could play two player, but then you get it on the app store and it's only one player. And that's bullshit. If you ask me, because I think one of the greatest things about playing video games is playing them with other people. I love that shit. That's why I like Grand Theft Auto V so much, because I can go on there and play with real fucking people and not just computers. So that's my bitch about video games and stuff. And I'm not even a huge video game fan, so I'm sorry if I kind of threw you guys into that. But um, but yeah, so video games. Yeah, that's kind of that, you know, off that subject. Excuse me. Stuff makes me burp. Or maybe it was the food I ate last night. I'm not sure. So, Britney Spears is in the news. And before you shut off my podcast, I have, I've always been very blah when it comes to Britney. I remember when I was a kid, there was this guy I hung out with named Tim. And, uh, and God, like, he bought the album, you know, the, the fuck, I don't even know what, it, the Baby One More Time album or whatever the fuck he bought that. There was like a, like a fucking, like, picture of her inside that, you know, for you to put in your wallet. And he was just like all about this chick. And I looked at her, I'm like, eh, she's okay, you know. 
But I have to say, uh, Brittany, the stuff that you've been doing, you know, to regain yourself and get away from, you know, everybody has hard times, man. And you had some hard times. And unfortunately for you, yours were very public. And everybody made fun of Brittany. You know, every everybody made fun of Brittany a little bit back in her shaving my head days and stuff like that. And, and you know, but it's, it's obviously what she needed to do because after that it was kind of a, a gradual process back up um but like i said i've always just been kind of like blah about britney but i'm very very happy for her in all of her you know her new kind of found like i want to take my power back you know fuck this shit i'm taking my power back because goddamn if that chick wasn't the queen of something back in the day so cheers to you britney and the other thing britney released a picture on Instagram the other day and it it was a picture of her standing there taking a fucking selfie in the mirror so you couldn't see her face but it was an ass picture like it was a fucking ass picture and holy crap it was so perfect that of course the internet had to say it was fake so then she posts a video of like the same fucking bathroom her, you know, and, you know, fuck this. You guys think it's fake? Here you go. And here's a video of her shaking her little ass around and shit like that. First of all, if that's not Britney, you know, then that's pretty shitty, Britney, you know, tighten that ass up <laughs> and stop hiring people for ass models, you know. But if that is Britney, goddamn, good job, girl. Whew. God damn, that looked good. Like I, I've never been really a huge thing thing with Brittany. I thought she looked really good uh, when she did the Super Bowl with like Aerosmith and Nelly and the fucking InSync boys and all that shit. Like she looked fucking hot. Like you know she she was cute, but like she kind of went into this stage of like she looked she looked really fucking good and uh. Yeah, sorry, I just, <laughs> I just lost my concentration. Uh, but when I saw that picture, because I was just scrolling through shit, and 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 I saw a news story that said, "Oh, the internet says that this picture of Britney Spears is fake." What do you think? And I was just like, "Okay, let's check it out," you know. And I, so I clicked on it, clickbait, and it was the best fucking clickbait I ever clicked on. Cause God damn, Britney, that ass is banging. I okay, we're gonna talk about something right now, and that's exactly what this show is for. Let's talk about some shit and smoke some weed. Everybody has preferences. Everybody. You know, and you know, I knew a girl one time that only liked dating bald guys. Not me. I was I was taken, but she mentioned to me that she only liked dating bald guys. I know girls that, you know, only date, you know, fucking oh wow. God damn it, I forgot the island. Like, this one girl dated the... Uh, God damn it, I can't remember what the fuck island it was. But some islanders and stuff like that. And there was a little a little sect of them in our town at that point in time. And, um, and all she was all about them. You know? And there are some people who like big girls. There are some people who like big boys. You know, dad bods. 
supposedly dad bods are in right now, but I, <laughs> I don't get hit on very much. <laughs> and I have a dad bod, sort of. I don't know. The bottom part of my body is like the way it should be. And then I just, kinda, I just have a little bit of a gut and some man boobies. But, you know, who am I impressing? You know, but at the same time, I think in the last, since I've been with my wife, I've been hit on by more dudes than women. <laughs> so that goes to show you. Um, but everybody's got preferences and nobody should be put down for their preferences. You know, it, it, it really, and that all goes towards body shaming. And I'm not even just talking about fat shaming. I'm talking about body shaming. Somebody walks up to a thin woman, a woman who is naturally thin or not thin. Maybe she could be anorexic. She could be bulimic. She, you know, any, she could be sick, anything could be methed out, whatever. But they're immediately like, well, you're just like, you know, the skinny little thing. Oh my gosh, you're just such a toothpick. Oh my gosh, you're so skinny. And what people don't understand is, is that that for them could be just as bad as if you walk up to a heavy set person. It's like, Oh my gosh, but you're just so fat. Oh my gosh. Like you're so fat. And you know, like, Oh my gosh, like, thanks bro. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Shit didn't just happen yesterday. Oh my God. This stuff is really good. Lieutenant Diane. Sorry, I'm getting over a nasty head cold. And so I might kind of, you know, have to hawk some shit back at some point in time here. But so be careful who you talk to when you're calling people. Oh, my gosh, you're so skinny and everything like that. Some people that are skinny would give anything. They would give just as much as you would to be skinny for them to be able to put weight on. Um, and so be careful with that. But that goes back to my to my my thing about preferences. My entire life, and this goes back to elementary school, and I just I'm, I'm thinking about all the girls in succession. You know, all the girls that I had a thing for, all the, you know, all those, those girls in high school that you looked at, you looked at across the way and you were like, ah, you know, maybe never even talked to them. There was a couple of them that I never even talked to, but you look at them from across the way, like, God, she is just gorgeous, dude. She's gorgeous and way out of my league. But, um, I have always had a thing for petite women. They don't have to be skinny, big tits, but I've always had a thing for petite women who are smaller than me, who are kind of like, you know, fun size, pocket sized, you know, like just these little things. And God, I've gotten some shit about that over the years, you know, friends that are girls of mine over the years, like you're just into skinny little bitches. And it's like, so the fuck what, you know, like. And my, and my preferences have changed in the ways of, you know, what I look for in women and, and everything like that. I'm 100% happily married, but you know, you still look 
and that I'm going to get to more of that here soon. But my preference has always been petite women. For a while there, I had a little bit of an Asian phase where I I uh, dated a couple of girls. Uh, one was Vietnamese American and one was Japanese Hawaiian. And so I had a little bit of a phase and I kind of phone dated, I you know, back in those days, like the early aughts. I phone dated a, a girl, you know, internet relationship um, who was Filipino American. So, you know, I... I have some history with, um, you know, with that culture of people, I guess you could say, I guess. Um, but you know, I stopped kind of, I don't know. I was young, I was stupid. And I, you know, only date Asian chicks, man, you know, like, but shit, you grow out of shit, you grow, you know, your tastes develop, they evolve over time and everything like that. And, and I've never, you know, I've never given shit to, you know, anybody for, you know, what, you know, who they decide that, you know, who they're attracted to right off the bat, you know, because, you know, personality can do a lot. But when it, when it comes to first initial attractions, you know, what do you look at? You know, when you see somebody and you see, you know, and you see an attractive person to you, what are you seeing? You know, are you seeing... You know, somebody with a different skin color than you. Uh, are you seeing somebody who's shorter, taller, fat, skinny, you know, brown hair, blonde hair, redhead. Oh, I know a guy that loves redhead, semi-heavy heavy set women. And that's all he dates. And that's all he thinks is hot. And nobody else can stack up to them, you know? So the same with body shaming in the reverse way of, you know, oh, but you're so skinny. You know, don't. Don't get pissed off at people because they have preferences, you know? Um, and that's just that's just the way my brain grew, you know? I, I don't know. I don't know if it was nature or nurture. I don't know. But I've always had a thing for petite women. I think, you know, like one of the only like voluptuous women that I really ever had a thing for was Tyra Banks, you know, back in her like sports illustrated swimsuit. Tyra Banks is still a heavenly, beautiful woman. Um, but yeah, back in her like, you know, sports illustrated and shit days. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Her and Jennifer love Hewitt had a big thing for Jennifer love Hewitt back in the day and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, they were both, you know, thin with big boobs. And now I just really, you know, I never really look at a woman unless her tits are like massive and you're almost just kind of like impressed. Like, whoa, holy shit, dude. How the fuck do you stay upright? You know, um, I never look at a chick like, oh, check out those tits, man. No, I, I'm not that guy. You know, there are plenty of guys out there like that, but it's not me. Um, I'm an ass and leg guy. I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm an ass and leg guy. And I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you this story. Um, one time I was over at a buddy of mine's house, and I just moved back to town, and uh, I was I was a lot thinner. I was driving a really nice car back, an old muscle car back then, and shit. And rest in peace, Stella, wherever you are. Um, but uh. And I went over to a buddy of mine's house. I just moved back to town. I was going over to hang out with him. Let's smoke a little bit here. 
I was going to hang out with him. <coughs> and he tells me, um, my sister and her friend are actually living with us right now because they're working in town. And um, small town living, you know. They're working in town, so they're um, they're staying with, with him and his family and shit. And I was like, okay. Now... A, a, a while before this, probably about a year before this, um, I saw a picture of his sister and I was like, hmm, yeah, she's kind of cute. And I mentioned, like I'd said this in front of him, I, you know, I mentioned that his sister was cute and, oh, he got fumed, man. And like his wife looked at me, she's like, dude, like you can't say that about his sister, man. Like you can't say that. It's like he's really protective of his sister, dude. I was like, okay, all right, you know, whatever, whatever. So I know hands off, you know, but I just want to go see my buddy. So I call him up, hey, I'm going to come over and shit. And I knew that his sister was staying with him and shit. And uh, so I go over there and there's these two, you know, attractive girls in the house. And okay well you know what are we gonna do you know what because i walked in and you know we started hanging out and and talking and stuff and in my brain back then you know i i was single you know i had a really nice car i was a bartender all this stuff I, and and they were both kind of doing the hair twirl thing while they were talking to me you know kind of thing like and in my brain i was like okay well let's pick one <laughs> like that's terrible i know but Let's pick one to go after, you know? Um, and so, you know, I, I, I put it to like, you know, a, a variation of, of little mental tests, you know, different things, looking for different things, looking for crazy eyes, looking for talks too much, looking for, you know, talks way too much about like really personal details right off the bat. Like that shit really is a turnoff for me because, yeah. But I, so I was sitting there kind of, you know, doing my due diligence. And I remember sitting on the couch. And his sister was sitting in a chair and she got up to go out to the kitchen to get something to drink. And she walked away from me in these like spandex black pants that were kind of flared at the bottom. And I... I saw her from the back and I was like, that's the one right there. That's the one I'm going to go after. <laughs> and she's my wife now. <laughs> it was a, it was a very interesting, uh, very interesting fucking time and stuff. But anyways, back to what we were talking about. That was, that was that story. I'm, I'm getting stoned out of my fucking mind here, dude. She tasted like cigarettes, Lieutenant Diane. Oof. I know I say this like every time, but man, that stuff gets right on top of you. Wow. Oof. God damn. <coughs> Anyways. Going back to it. 
I like, you know, so moral of the story is I like, I like smaller chicks and don't fat shame. Don't, don't skinny shame. Don't do any of that and respect people for their preferences because, and, and you never know because somebody, you know, this year they could be into these kind of people and five, six years from now, they could be into a completely different kind of genre of people. So, you know, it's interesting. It's interesting how the human brain works and evolves and, and your tastes change, but then sometimes they don't. Sometimes you stick with something that's been there since you were a fucking kid. Um, and also the moral of the story is Britney Spears, if that's really your ass on Instagram, fucking A, dude. It's like, it's like you work at like a pizza restaurant and some of them like get their pizza sauce. They don't make it and they get it in a bag and you slap that. That's not even good. Ah, I can't even fucking do it. You, you slap that bag and it sounds like slapping an ass, dude. But anyways, so Brittany, I salute you and all your hard work and all your all your hard work to to regain yourself and in doing so, keeping a nice little ass on you. That's awesome. Now I want to talk about mom jeans because mom jeans are just and I, hey man, everybody's got preferences, okay? If you love your mom jeans and you are, are you know, you feel great in them, you know, whether you're skinny or a little bit bigger, from what I gather, because I've never put on a pair of mom jeans, but from what I gather, you know, you got a little bit of a pooch belly, you pull, pull the, you know, those things are kind of almost act as like a, a girdle or something like that, you know, kind of helps kind of just, you know, and, and then also it could feel be comforting to some people, even like on an emotional level, like having a weighted blanket or something like that. Maybe they like having that extra fabric kind of hugging them a little bit down there. Who knows? Whatever your pleasure, it's fine by me. I'm just going to say this, um, you know, and in the words of George Costanza with a staunch history of heterosexuality. Oh, wait, no, it's with an unblemished history of staunch heterosexuality. I I don't dig them. I can't dig them. I, I can't I can't look at even like like women from the 60s and 70s because that was kind of the style back then. No, I, I just I can't do it, man. I can't do it and i'm not you know like i just you know like back in like the the late 90s and stuff like that when when everybody like you know everybody's like kid pull your damn pants up <laughs> you know because kids were sagging their fucking pants i was sagging my pants a little bit i mean i wasn't like really bad where they were like below my ass or anything like that but i've always been a lot bigger on i've always been a lot more top heavy so my like my pants have always had a fucking hard time staying on my fucking pants sag to this day a little bit. Plus it's comfortable for me just a little bit, a little bit of sag. But, uh, you know, you used to say, pull your damn pants up, kids, pull your pants up. You can't tell a kid to pull their pants down. 
pull your pants down, kid. They're way too fucking high. My God, what do you need them up to your fucking up to your up to your shoulder blades for? You know, <laughs> pull your damn pants down, kid. You can't say that. I, I wind up on a list for saying something like that. <coughs> but yeah, so I, I'm just like, dude, I. You know, like I was reading an article saying that that the Kardashians kind of brought it back, but I don't think that's true. I think Taylor Swift brought that shit back. She was wearing those, uh, you know, because everybody always like, you know, praised her for kind of like having like a classical look, have a classy look back in the day and stuff like that. Now she just looks like a human fucking being. She doesn't have to look like a goddamn Barbie doll everywhere she goes. Um, But. Yeah, she like, you know, the the deep fucking red lipstick and like the fucking like the blonde hair that was like put up like fucking I know, uh, you know, I don't know, fuck, Marilyn Monroe, Audrey Hepburn, she wasn't blonde. But you know, just that look and she looks all like, you know, stage beauty, you know? And look like a porcelain doll, some a fake human or something like that. But um she had she wore a lot of stuff especially when they get her at the beach she'd have a lot of like high-rise stuff on i think taylor swift really started it again restarted it and everything i just miss it man i miss the 90s i miss the late 90s when it was i mean you know low-rise jeans man and i just, I, I, I miss them I miss them so much. And I really just, I don't like the way that women's bodies look in those things. You know, there's just some things out there that you're just like, wow, why would you do that? <laughs> you know, like, cause you could look at it and you know, they got the heels on, they got the makeup on. You're obviously trying to look sexy, but your ass looks like a runway, man. It goes from here to here. I know you can't see it, but fuck. I don't know. And that, like I said, that's just my personal preference. I don't know if any other people think the same way I do, but I'm just not a big fan of this trend. And, you know, and not just because, oh, I want to check out chicks and everything like that. It's just, it's, it's just, it's, ah, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. And look at the fucking mom jeans commercial from like 2003 on SNL with Tina Fey. Put on your mom jeans. That That is exactly what we dudes are looking at. And I know there's probably some young bucks out there that really dig those pants, and that's fine. And I'm sure that when I was a kid and I was, you know, and girls were wearing the low-rise jeans and stuff like that, even mid-rise with the flare at the bottom, oh, I fucking loved it, dude. But um, there was even a little bit, a little bit, you know, taller stuff, a little bit mid-rise is what it was called, but... You know, I'm sure that there were adults out there like, oh, my God, that doesn't look good at all. You know, it sounded like a grumpy old man, just like I am right now. But that's just my grumpy old man coming out. Mom jeans are, are no bueno, according to me. If it's on you and you like it and that's what you choose to look like, then by God, it's sunny. You go ahead. You go ahead and keep on looking like that. I actually bought my wife a pair of those like i don't even know they're called like butt crack pants or something or butt cheek pants or something those ones that that look like corrugated metal or some shit but um 
but they like supposed to hold like they're supposed to like pull her ass up and stuff and it was her birthday and i was buying her a couple things online and they were like fucking like 40 bucks i was like fuck it i'll buy her a pair 20 bucks or something no like i'll buy her a pair sure why not so i bought her a pair and first of all she she didn't try them on for months she looked at it she was like what the fuck <laughs> i was like well it's those it's those new pants that all the women are wearing and stuff and and she was like, I don't want these. And I was like, okay, you could try them out. I don't want to try them out. Okay. <laughs> it was a gift. But, you know, I understand. I'm not going to try on some skinny jeans if she gets them for me. I might try them on for comedic effect, but it doesn't really go both ways there. <laughs> but, uh, no, and then after a couple months, she finally put them on. And she was in a little bit more of a playful mood than she was the day that she got them. And she actually put them on and showed me them. And I looked at them and I was like, wow, yeah, take those off, dude. <laughs> like, they go up way too high. And my wife has bigger feet. She doesn't have dainty little feet. She has she has human feet. <laughs> she has bigger feet. Um, and so, like, with the, like, the fucking, like, uh, skinny fucking tight fit ankle hug shit that they have it just and my wife's my wife's butt is amazing it's it's almost like a cheerleader's ass it's amazing and it's tight and it's small and i love it um so she doesn't need these pants and i never really thought of that i wasn't thinking i wasn't using my hull braid um i wasn't thinking about it so she put them on and it like pulled her ass up to a weird proportionate weirdness that i i couldn't even fucking comprehend and i was like how what what how is it that something tight makes your butt look worse like how does it make it look worse like that's weird and it like yeah like it did weird things to it and it just wasn't for her body man just wasn't for her body so i gave those pants away to a friend of mine along with a bunch of kids clothes so you know maybe karma will will reflect kindly on me for that so i heard this Nicki minaj refused to go to the vmas because <laughs> what do i care about mtv <coughs> i was at i was a bartending one night and i looked at this chick who was there a little bit before me she's kind of a regular and she was there before i got there but then i got there and she was still there for like another hour and uh and i was like she was watching ridiculousness on mtv and I was like, how long have you been watching that? She's like, I don't know, maybe like two hours. And I was like, two hours. Okay. How many music videos have you seen in two hours on MTV? And she was like, you mean like full music videos? And I was like, yeah. She's like, none. And it's just a shame, dude. It's MTV, man. It's crap. Absolute crap. But anyways, fucking Nicki Minaj uh, wouldn't go to the VMAs because you had to be vaccinated. Boo fucking who. Sorry, Nikki. Not going to miss you. Not that I even watched it anyways. 
she was she's this chick at the bar watches fucking MTV when she's in there uh, drinking her drinks. And so I have to watch it, too. So I have to see all the commercials. And I just saw that the VMAs were going on. And then there was all this controversy about Nicki Minaj not wanting to go to the VMAs and everything. And it's like, okay. But I just found it kind of ironic, you know. Oh, I don't want to go to the VMAs because I don't, you know, because of the because of the vaccine. Why don't you want to get the vaccine, Nikki? I mean, because if it's a matter of, you know, I don't know what they put in it and all that stuff, it's like, do you know what they put in your ass? <laughs> Cuz I don't know. I know that I know that one or two of them, you know, the the you got the Nicki Minaj's and the Cardi B's. I know. I think I know that Cardi B had like butt injections. Pretty sure Nicki did too. Um, and if not, she had you know boob implants, whatever. You know, how can anybody with like that kind of plastic surgery sit there and be like, I don't want to, you know, I don't know what I'm putting in my body with that vaccine is supposed to help people and save people and be like for the health of humanity. <laughs> I, I don't get that. That's not an argument I can fucking understand, man. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's fun. That's fun. Oh. Another thing I saw on, online that, fuck, dude, Jim Brewer, like a really great stand-up comedian. Fucking, he was in Half-Baked and shit like that. And he, I guess, God, dude, he looks like he's lost his fucking mind. But uh, ugh, that's saddening. And and I want to say, God, I don't want to fucking forget, man. Rest in peace, Mr. Ferguson, Norm MacDonald. Like, for real. And I remember fucking going in and watching, what was it, Dr. Doolittle in the movie theater and hearing Norm MacDonald's voice and shit like that. He was the dog and stuff. And it was just, yeah, dude, Norm MacDonald's the shit. One of those dry comedians and stuff like that. And I just, yeah, man. The dry ones always die, man. The dry ones always die. Let's take another hit for you there, Norm. <coughs> Magic likes that day. I think Lieutenant Dan had made his peace with God. Oof, that was pretty weird. So I had somebody ask me this question. They were like, "If you could have, if you could, you know, have a night." <laughs> with one fictional character, who would it be? And all these different fucking things just start going through my mind. Like, oh my God, you know, like one fictional character. Wow, that's, you know. And for you out there that don't know, you know, what a fictional character is. It's it's a made-up person, you know, in stories and movies and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. Robocop is a fictional person. Not like I want to bang RoboCop or anything like that. But um, if I wanted to survive and RoboCop told me I had to, I probably would because I, if I wanted to survive, if not, I'd just let him kill me. 
<laughs> I'm skewing way off the off the topic here. Um, it finally came down to it. I finally figured it out, man. Mystique from the X Men. She could turn into other people. <laughs> Be fucking amazing, dude. To have, you know, because you you know. It'd be really cool if, you know, you could you could be Mystique and, or you could be with Mystique and like after a while be like, okay, well, who do you want me to turn into? You give her like a list. But then she could, you know, this is a really pig thing for me to say, you know, but she's going to get hers at the end. But no, you're going to fucking, you, you know, you know, all these people and it's like, boom, boom, boom. And then right at the end, you know, fucking turn into this person and stuff like that. And, and then she doesn't do that and she like fucking turns into like Blanche from the Golden Girls or some shit or Ernest Borgnine <laughs> turn into like fucking Conway Twitty <laughs> yeah she could really get back at you for it man that'd probably be like the downside like the bedazzled side of it <laughs> you know because every you know you get this wish but there's going to be a downside to it you know not every wish is perfect Speaking of Mystique, though, and the X-Men, I want to see Wolverine. Like, not even Hugh Jackman. I want to see, like, Wolverine. It would be really funny to see Hugh Jackman as Wolverine go on Hot Ones. <laughs> and it'd be Wolverine, so it's like, you know, nothing's going to phase him. Fucking puts that fucking, you know, okay, now we're going to do the bomb, man. And they fucking picks up the fucking, the fucking chicken wing. And just fucking just fucking chews the bone and fucking the whole thing just gulp <laughs> that's it you know just nothing stone face i want to see wolverine on hot ones i think it'd be great yeah so that's <laughs> that's stupid that's what that's what happens when you smoke lieutenant diet's legs you get a little stupid but thanks for hanging out with me today man it's been a good time Looks like we just crested 42 minutes, so I should probably, like, wrap this up. But, uh, yeah, thanks for listening to Snurbage, the podcast. Thank you to um, my buddy Sheldon Starr, and you can find his information below um, in the description of the podcast that you're listening to or the YouTube video that you're watching. Um, and you can also find all of our podcasts like we're on like a whole bunch of podcasting platforms and stuff like that, as well as YouTube. We have a Facebook page, Snurbage the Podcast, um, as well as a Twitter handle. I think that one's hold on. I got to figure that one out. It's like at Snurbage, <laughs> something like that. At Snurbage420. At Snurbage420. So, yeah. Um, whoa. So, check that out. Thank you guys very much for uh, for listening to Snurbage, the podcast. I'm Tony Tone. And uh, you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. We were smoking Lieutenant Dan's legs. But anyways, I forgot. See, I'm all stoned out and shit. Um Sheldon Starr, he did the he did the uh, the the artwork, uh, the new the new logo. I had like a really crudely one. Did I I crudely made one uh, when I first started, and then uh, my buddy uh, 
uh, Sheldon came through with a really cool, um, a really cool piece of art for the podcast and everything. And he does that. He does that for, for, uh, people for money. You know, that's, that's a thing. So Sheldon star, you can check out all of his information below the, our, our little theme song. I be smoking, you be smoking, we be smoking all day. Uh, comes from a buddy of mine named Young Stone, and he's on YouTube and all that stuff. So thank him for the amazing use of his amazing little fun, uh, his amazing little song. Um, Snurbage the podcast at Snurbage four twenty um, on Twitter. I think it's just like at Snurbage on Facebook or something like that. But just type in Snurbage. That word doesn't exist. So I'm the only one in my circles that use that word. So Snurbage, check it out. Thank you guys very much for listening. Have a wonderful, wonderful day, midday, evening, night. Thanks for smoking with me. And if you want me to smoke your weed on Snurbage the Podcast, or you want me to plug your dispensary on Snurbage the Podcast, Hit me up. Let's do some business. I'm Tony Tone. Thank you very much for listening. Snurbage the podcast. Hey. Now I've been smoking. You've been smoking. We've been smoking all day. I be smoking. You've been smoking. We've been smoking all day. You be smoking. She be smoking. He be smoking all day. Blowing kush. It ain't face from overseas to the USA. I got that blueberry, raspberry, and we keep that juicy fruit. If you want that five-hour level, yeah.